Everybody, uh, welcome to the 901 Made podcast. I'm Patrick Kreider, owner of the Insurance Shop of Tennessee and Oddfellow Sock Company. With me today is our co-host, Dr. Brandon Wally of Carrieville Vision Center. Brandon, how you doing, man? I'm hanging in there. Just glad to be back, kind of doing some regular business now, and everything seems to be slowly reopening here. So hopefully, everything keeps going in this path we're in. And at least we got a, a good weather today, so no rain. So uh, exactly. at least right now, so um, we'll take it. Exactly. So, so who we got on board today? Well, we have John and Mandy Nelson here, and they are the owners of Elite Level Performance in Carrierville. Here, y'all are pretty close to neighbors. There, they're right off of there, off South Street too. So, um, but I've known them for a few years now, and. I know what they do, but for the listeners here, I am going to read something off of their website that I wrote down here, and then we'll kind of fill in the gaps here. So they offer a lot of different services, including sports training, injury rehab, applied kinesiology muscle testing, articular corrective exercise, RBTI testing, nutritional support, supplement support, and holistic health. So that's a lot of stuff there, but you will believe it. As soon as you walk in their facility, you can see that there's a lot going on there. You walk in, you can see the flags behind them there. Lots of athletes, lots of different types of training devices back in there and doing a lot of cool stuff. So I want to cover all of that today. But the first thing I really wanted to just mention was um, – I've seen pictures of y'all's old facility and I know where y'all kind of got started, but I've never actually heard the story. So I was just going to see if y'all could kind of take us back to your roots and then we can get into more of what you're doing and everything else. Take us back to the roots. Okay. How, uh, <laughs> how far back do you want to go there? <laughs> as far as you want to go. <laughs> um, well, first off, uh, thank y'all for having us on. Um, it's good to, uh, good to connect with you again. Um, so we got started uh, almost about nine years ago. Um, we basically started, uh, we started this out of my house. Um, we had been in the fitness industry for a while, both of us. And I had kind of the idea and eye-opening experience uh, of working with, uh, you know, some different doctors and therapists across the country. And it brought to my attention, um, a lot of things that this area didn't particularly have, uh, you know, kind of a, a new way of viewing um, fitness performance uh, rehab and, uh, you know, kind of putting everything together, but really starting things from the neurological level. Um, and so we started this out of my house about nine years ago. Uh, then we moved into a, uh, like a 500 square foot storage closet. And uh, we were there for quite a few years and just, uh, over the years, it's continued to uh, grow, and uh, we've been blessed with a, a great client base and people that support us. And um, as is kind of most businesses, as they grow, um, it evolves as well. And so it's evolved into, uh, you know, natural health services um, and a variety of other things as well. 
that's awesome. I, so I don't know why, but I actually love that the way you started the business. Uh, I think most people just assume that you just have a ton of money when you start a business and you just can open this huge facility and people will just come to you naturally. But it, it's funny because uh, somebody we talked to the other day that has uh, the social cup here in Carryville that just opened up. He actually, he started doing coffee kind of on the side out of his garage. Wow. Uh, so I, I, I I love hearing that just because I don't think people really understand the struggle of just opening a business. Mm -hmm. so. Well, one thing that I think is cool that I'll add to that <clears throat> is that since I've known you, y'all have moved and y'all used to be in a lot bigger space and it was a really cool building and it was huge. And I mean, you walk in, it's just really impressive. But one thing that John always mentioned was the energy was never right in that space. And so y'all have actually downsized to kind of be in a smaller space, better energy, better camaraderie and everything between the athletes. So I think that's pretty neat too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, bigger's not always better. And so kind of in the introduction, uh, Brandon named off a lot of the things that y'all do. Mm -hmm. And so I represent probably a good portion of the population that has no clue what any of that meant. So can y'all kind of explain a little bit? And I will say what I do know just from the website and just knowing a little bit about the business is that y'all help a lot of athletes. Uh, so whether it's helping people get uh, D1 scholarships or things like that, uh, I, I guess, could y'all dive into that a little bit? Um, yeah. Um, which part more of working with the athletes or? Um, yeah, let, let's go into that. And then I guess you can, uh, kind of explain some of the technical side of things. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we work with a number of athletes ranging anywhere from, uh, middle school all the way up to, uh, you know, the professional, uh, and Olympic levels. Um, we were actually fortunate enough to be a part of, uh, a gold medal, um, victory in Rio, um, a few, you know, quite a few years ago. Um, one of the long jumpers was a, was a client of ours. Um, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we have quite a few athletes in a variety of different sports. Uh, our niche is definitely baseball. Um, we work with baseball players from all around the area and all kinds of ranks and everything's about a holistic approach to, um, to their training and to their game. So I'm kind of diving into the philosophy a little bit is, you know, when it comes to working with uh, an athlete or just a general fitness person for that matter, um, it, it, everything starts and ends with the nervous system. Um, the brain controls everything. And, you know, that's something that we know, but it's not really addressed, uh, you know. And so one of the first things we do is we actually uh, utilize a lot of testing to find out how efficient um, an athlete's nervous system specifically their neuromuscular system is communicating. So um, if, if signals aren't balanced from top to bottom, left to right, front to back, then, you know, you may tell an athlete to, uh, you know, hey, we're going to try and squat and, you know, get stronger, and that's what's going to help your vertical jump increase. Well, if that's not necessarily true, because if the nervous system isn't communicating properly to the muscles and those signals aren't efficient, 
then the athlete's never going to reach their full potential. Um, and that's where a lot of the, uh, the neurological side of stuff comes in. And then Mandy gets into the digestive component uh, with you know, the athletes because you've got to be able to fuel the body to recover. And well, that's, that's you. Um, <clears throat> what I do, I typically, I get, I dive deeper into truly what the digestive system is doing, not just, hey, eat this much protein and you need th these many carbs. And um, I can actually take a look and see how your digestive system is functioning, um, where you could possibly be deficient. I can, it makes no sense for me to tell an athlete, hey, you need 150 grams of protein if I know their body is not digesting it. That's just gonna create an overload in the body and a whole host of problems down the road. Um, so I really try to help them because a lot of these times, a lot of times these guys come in with goals, you know, Hey, I need to lose 20 pounds. You know, I need to make weight or, Hey, I, my, my coach told me I need to gain 25 pounds and it's easy for, you know, any, any person in the fitness industry that studies nutrition to just say, Hey, well then you need to eat this many calories and in, in this way, but really truly understanding what that person needs specifically and what their system can handle is kind of where I take it to a little bit different level. Awesome. I think one cool thing that ties a lot of this together is that I remember back when Derek Rose was playing for the, the Tigers and they used to talk about him, like he would eat like gummy worms or something was like his, his, that was all he would eat. Yeah. And I'm thinking there's no way you can sustain that kind of performance eating that. And then we've seen through the past 10 years of his career, all the injuries and just, he's never really lived up to his potential. And, and I think the root of that was probably his nutrition was so bad to start with. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it played a big role in it. And so y'all it's kind of the youngest age group that you'll work with. Uh, was it middle school? Uh, yeah, uh, late middle school, um, you know, right around 13 ish or so, you know, I, we'll have parents that want their kids to, you know, get started at a, you know, maybe a younger age. And usually my first question is, you know, is your, if your child is playing multiple sports at that age, keep doing that. You know, they don't need to be in a gym setting yet. You know, their bodies are naturally going to develop. Um, but, you know, it's not really the world we live in. I mean, a lot of kids are specializing at a very young age. And so, you know, if, uh, you know, they are kind of that 13-year-old age and they're only playing baseball, then, you know, yeah, it may be appropriate to actually get in the gym so you can, you know, reinforce different motor patterns and uh, get them moving in a variety of different directions. So, And so y'all said kind of one of the – not necessarily specialties, but what you do the most of, I guess, is baseball, a lot of baseball players. Uh, what are what are some of the things that y'all do to help, like, the local baseball players? Sure. Um, so our approach to athletic training um, is you are a human being first, an athlete second, a baseball player third. And our society has that completely flipped. And that's a huge uh, you know, reason that you see this um, increase in injuries like Tommy John, for example, you know, Tommy John surgery. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why is because, you know, 
athletes aren't athletes here. They can't even do basic human stuff. Um, and so when we begin working with them, we go through a, a very, very thorough evaluation. Uh, Mandy and I, you know, both do as well. Um, I'll test everything from, uh, you know, neuromuscular functions to, uh, you know, to different mo joint mobility things. We're always looking, especially with pitchers, looking at, uh, you know, the shoulder and how it works and if there are any restrictions in that area. And then basically getting the athlete to do human stuff first and then progress from there. So like there are a lot of kids that come in and they can't even squat down to the ground like a baby, you know, like, I mean, you know, Dr. Brandon, you've got a couple of young kids. I'm sure yeah. you've seen them just kind of hover in that low squat position and just hold yeah. that for minutes on in, you know, and that's a basic human movement. And if you can't even do that, then you have no business ever putting a barbell on your back, trying to get stronger in the squat because you're ingraining poor motor patterns. Um, so that's kind of the underlying foundation of it. So get the body moving, doing what it needs to do, making sure the, uh, the gut is working as well. So, you know, they can assimilate nutrients as they need. And then, you know, the human body uh, knows how to adapt after we provide the stimulus. Awesome. Uh, and I can attest that John can squat down like a baby. <laughs> I've seen him. <laughs> it's getting back up. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. And I, yeah, I've got two little ones too, which is part of the reason why I was even asking uh, how young do you start? But I know, I know you don't want to start too young with, with kids. And mine are, mine are four and six, so they're pretty young. No, let them play. Let them be kids. Let them run. Let them climb. Let them jump. Their bodies will develop the way they're supposed to develop on through those years. They don't need any help from a gym at that point, as long as they're active and playing and moving a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'd ever thought about trying to get them into is like a run training or something like that. Uh, but even then, I, I think their weight – I'm assuming they're way too young to really start doing any of that stuff. So, yeah, they're pretty young. Let them, let them, <laughs> let them, let them run around and chase a ball and just and, be kids. And gut training at that point is uh, non-existent. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will tell you, the earlier you can start that, the better, because it's a lot easier to change the habits of a four-year-old than it is change the habits of a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, that's one of the things we got to work on. We, we, we've been real bad about letting them decide what they want to eat instead of uh, even just making something and saying, all right, you got to eat it. So. <laughs> like, I need to drop them off at my place. My, my kids eat Brussels sprouts and broccoli <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So send them on over. We'll, we'll get them trained up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, um, I guess – uh, I feel like I'm jumping around here. Uh, how I kind of want to get back into the business side of it a little. How did y'all go uh, like the step from going from the garage to, okay, now we got a building. Now we're doing this. Um, my neighbors were complaining. <laughs> um, That's the truth. Yeah. Oh, actually it's the truth. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was just, it was starting small 
And, you know, one of my, one of my favorite quotes was like, you know, you can't expect to, you know, build a wall like overnight. Like it's not about that. It's about, you know, laying each brick down as perfectly as you can and, you know, having a plan and, you know, um, you know, and, and starting small and going from there. And, and I mean, that, that's really basically, I mean, how, how it happened. We just, we knew when the time was right to, you know, we had our systems in place as a business and, um, you know, had really gotten over some of those beginning entrepreneurial bumps in the road that you have. And, uh, we decided it was just, it was time to go ahead and make that leap. And it's a, it's a leap of faith. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, very easily could have crashed and burned, but, um, you know, yeah. you just got to prepare for it and be ready for all, all possibilities. Yeah. We were lucky. We found a place that was a good size, not too big. Um, lucked out with a great landlord and, and just went from there and we, we were actually really happy there. We just, outgrew it we just yeah. literally ran out of space but it's funny just to just to add to that like you you know what you said earlier dr brandon about our big space that we had prior work so we've basically been in three spots the guys my older guys like my college pro guys they still talk about that first space <laughs> and you know just the energy that was in you know the 500 square feet that we had and um, yeah, yeah. Build, build a lot of great camaraderie. Yep. So when y'all, uh, when it was based out of the garage, were y'all, did y'all have other jobs and were doing this on the side or were you fully vested at that point And that was, that was it. Yeah, we were, uh, we were fully invested in the business. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. We just decided that that's what we wanted to do and. I don't know. When you're hungry, you make it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the good thing about going that route is you kind of don't have an alternative. Uh, you, you, you can't get complacent with it for sure. Yep. yep. Well, I know Mandy has, does a lot of work with adults as well. Um, so did, did that kind of progress? Like John, were you doing stuff with adults as well? And like, how did that progress to going more towards athletes and and you know that direction there yeah so um you know we were we were training people you know even out of the house i mean there were some training sessions going on i mean you know it, it was you know um minimal but there were sessions there and then when we you know moved into that first space um you know after my, my house then you know, a lot of people we had trained in the past came back because we now had the resources to be able to do mm -hmm. it. And so that being said, you know, we already had you know, an adult population there. Um, a lot of people started to come to see me for, you know, whether it was their back or their knees or their neck, things of that nature. And then honestly, how it grew into her stuff is we just, I started questioning just a little bit more of, you know, okay, I keep seeing this, uh, you know, what's, you know, it's not a physical thing, you know, at this point, you know, they've been cleared by the doctor or whatever the case may be. And we just started going down different rabbit holes. And honestly, that's how we got into this digestive work that Mandy does was just by trying to put more pieces of the puzzle together and add more tools to our toolbox to help people. And she took it and ran with it. Yeah, it was everything just kept coming back to how much both the green, green, the brain and the gut 
communicate. And if, if, if he was focusing on all the neurological stuff in the brain and, and nervous system, then the next logical step was, okay, well, let's, let's get a good understanding of how the, the role of the gut and, and development and training and all that comes into play. And so then it was just exploring different avenues and figuring out which way I wanted to go. Um, found a great, you know, found a great school, got formal education in it and took it from there. So what, what's the makeup of, is it mostly like athletes, like young athletes, or is it a, is it a mixed population of athletes and old people like me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely a a mixture of everybody here. I, I mean, I'd say athletes make up probably probably at least half of our, nah, maybe, maybe about 40% of our business. And then the other 60 comes from, you know, general fitness training. So Mandy still does, you know, general one-on-one training. Um, you know, the wellness people that I see, um, and then, you know, digestive and health coaching. I got you. And then, and then y'all have some partnerships within your business, right? And I think, Dr. Brandon plays a role in that as well, right? Yeah, yeah, um, we, we do. Um, we, uh, we've worked with Dr. Brandon for a couple of years now, and um, we're working on some pretty exciting stuff and uh, pretty, pretty interested to see where this stuff uh, goes down the yeah. line. Uh, we have a PT that we work with. She's uh, your PT and advisor. Uh, we have, you know, a doctor out here in Collierville that, uh, you know, we're real close with, and um, massage specialists around the area that we work with. And so it's just the whole philosophy was just creating um, a network and bridging the gap between a lot of stuff. You know, I always felt like things were too separated and everything can really work together when you have like-minded individuals that want to help people. Um, you know, there's a time and place for everything. And to, to be able to bridge that gap and offer people more opportunities. Um, you know, so that's why we're so so uh, happy to be part of Dr. Brandon. You know, I mean, the work he's doing is great, and uh, you know, it's going to be able to help a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, the kids here love his stuff, so it's just a great component to be able to add and to offer them. And and a lot of the stuff that he does, you know, is a, is immediate. You know, they get instant feedback on things, and they love that. And it just feels like games to them when they play. <laughs> and they do is, you know, the things that he has that he brings in here for them. So. I've tried yeah. to do a couple other things personally, and it's just embarrassing when I try to do it. <laughs> well, I would say to all of that, like, I think the goal is for it to be a one-stop shop for athletes and the general population for everything um, health-related. And I think at some point we'll achieve that, and it's going to be really cool when it happens. Yeah, I agree. And that's the plan. And I guess it's like he talked about, it's just finding the people that are comfortable saying, you know what, you know, that's not my specialty, but Hey, I got somebody that I can hook you up with that can help you with that. Whether, you know, it's something to do with eyes or, you know, something medical that's not part of our, you know, cause we're not healthcare providers. If this, you know, we feel is medical, Hey, we've got somebody you can go see. Or, hey, you know, it's probably a good idea to get checked out by a PT first. Hey, here you go. And it's just, and likewise, that, you know, we get people from them in return. And it's just a great exchange of information. And, um, you know, and I, it's, just, it's just nice to be able to offer that to all our clients. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, Brandon, you got anything else? That's all I have. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, I appreciate y'all coming on. Uh, I, when he told me that y'all were coming on, I, he's talked about y'all so many times in the past. I was like, well, I'm super excited to meet them and kind of learn a little bit more about the business. I knew, I knew stuff from what he said and from looking on the website, but uh, it's awesome to get to talk to y'all. Well, definitely stop by if you're over here. So yeah, yeah, y'all are just around the corner from me. Y'all aren't too far, so I'll definitely yeah. do it. Come on by whenever you get a chance. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank y'all again. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. All right. See y'all later.